Greta Thunberg wins the Time Person of the Year award. Democrats say they will impeach Trump a second time for the same thing if he is re-elected. And of course, Trump tweets again, this time about a meme, and CNN goes crazy. My name is James Wilson, and this is Give Me Liberty. Okay, so let's start with Greta Thunberg, who has recently won the Person of the Year Time Award. So time to start, time reports. Thunberg is not a leader of any political party or advocacy group. She is neither the first to sound the alarm about the climate crisis, nor the most qualified to fix it. She is not a scientist or a politician. She has no access to traditional levers of influence. She's not a billionaire or a princess, a pop star, or even an adult. She is an ordinary teenage girl who, in summoning the courage to speak truth to power, became the icon of a generation. By clarifying an abstract danger with piercing outrage, Thunberg became the most compelling voice on the most important issue facing the planet. Okay, so to start, we all know who Greta Thunberg is, right? She's the teenage girl who has been going around talking about climate change and how it's killing millions of people, how we're all dying, and if our world leaders don't take action now, we're all gonna, going to die. So in one of her most famous speeches that she gave to the UN, um, I, I assume many of you heard it, she keeps talking about how dare you, quote, um, think about eternal economic growth. How dare you put um, your country's money and economy before something that's going to kill millions of people. And she wants solutions now. So let's talk about some solutions on the table. So first we have AOC, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who has came up with the Green New Deal saying we need action now, just like Greta Thunberg. Well, so here's what the Green New Deal entails. So first, to start, it costs $93 trillion. That's right, $93 trillion. It would wipe out most of the cars in the United States. We wouldn't be able to go on airplanes anymore. It would kill the cows. We wouldn't be able to have burgers anymore. I mean, this goes crazy. I mean, of course it would cost $93 trillion. People have estimated that most buildings in the United States would have to be rebuilt because they don't fit the requirements of the Green New Deal. So obviously this isn't a practical solution because we can't just wreck America right now to save something that that may not even be as big of a deal as we're making it. Um, additionally, in one of the earlier debates, um, the governor of Washington, he's he, one of his big things in his presidential presidential campaign has been that it's too late and we need a Democrat now to try to fix everything we can before it's too late. And then in his closing speech, he went on to say, unless you elect me, all things are going to go terrible. So obviously the Democrats have been using this as a talking point. Unless you elect me, we're all going to die. Which also brings me to my next point of China and India, who both create more CO2 than we do. I mean, of course, we have to consider um, what CO2 has been doing um, to, you know, our atmosphere and things like that. 
but should we really be listening to the same scientists who said we would be dead 30 years ago um, because of global freezing, global cooling? Uh, this obviously is not as um, sure um, founded as um, we like to think it is. Additionally, there are many developing countries who want to use oil and gas and coal and things that produce CO2 to better their country and their economy. We're fortunate enough in the United States today to have uh, access to all this good stuff, but we didn't get there from clean energy and windmills. We, according to energy sites, that only accounts for 10% of the energy we have today. We relied on natural gases, we relied on coal to get to where we are today. And there are many countries that aren't as fortunate as we are um, and want to use that to get um, into a better economic position so they can increase the lifespan of our people, of their people. I mean, additionally, Greta Thunberg is talking about how all these people are dying. However, we live in a time where the life expectancy is higher than ever. I mean, who should we really listen to on this? We're all dying, but life expectancy is so high. We're living the best lives we have ever lived before because of coal and natural gases and other things that produce CO2. I mean, additionally, people are going all over the place with um, predictions of when the world is quote unquote going to end. I mean, we've got 12 years, we got 50 years, we got 100 years. What is it? You know, we had um, a couple months ago, there were some kids and they went into Feinstein's office and they, were, and they were begging action now. They wanted action now so that they could live a happy life. And Feinstein's a Democrat from California, but she told them that they can't do what they want to do at that moment. That's not how the government works. That's not, um, that's not what can happen, and that's not reasonable for the United States. So I really don't think Greta Thunberg should be winning this award, as she's basically just saying we are all going to die and how it's our fault, even though there's a lot more to the story. And the solutions on the table right now aren't even reasonable. I mean, we've got the Green New Deal, $93 trillion. Is that really reasonable? I think it's kind of crazy how far we've come. I mean, the Person of the Year award this year was between people like Greta Thunberg and Megan Rapino, who basically say they hate the president, they hate the country, things like that. So I think that's interesting how the media has come this far um, as, you know, as biased like this. Okay, so next we have the Democrats saying that they will impeach Trump a second time if Trump is reelected for, um, for the same thing that they're talking about right now, which is um, the whole Ukraine thing. Now, in, in another episode, I will be talking about this more in detail, what I think of the impeachment, um, obviously why the Democrats should not be doing this, and why this is basically just a distraction for the next election. But let's go off this right now. So um, somebody asked um, a Democrat, um, they said, there's no such thing really as double jeopardy in an impeachment trial because it's political. Suppose he gets reelected and you win back the Senate in a big way. 
If you did that, would you be inclined to take a second bite at the apple and reintroduce the exact same impeachment article and then send it through again a second a second time if you have a Democratic Senate on your side? And they responded saying, so you know, yes, but I don't think it would be exactly the same and here's why. Because even though we were impeaching him now, there's still a number of court cases. There's a ton of information that could come forward. For example, we could get his bank records and find out that he's owned 100% by the Russians. So obviously we know from this whole impeachment thing that this is pretty much completely partisan. Even some Democrats are turning on impeachment especially from some of the swing states. Of course, the things that they are trying to impeach him for, the articles that they're doing so, aren't even labeled as as things you can impeach the president for in the Constitution. And when this happened, we had a couple of Democratic congressmen come out and basically say how this isn't legitimate and how there's really no grounds to impeachment and how they really shouldn't be wasting America's time. There was one person who said it really well, is they wanted Congress to go back to the issues that mattered to them. We obviously know this is not going to pass the Senate. This is just a distraction for the 2020 election to make Trump look bad. So what they wanted is to just get back to the issues that are affecting people today, which is exactly what Democrats should do. And this is what a lot of Democrats are thinking right now, especially in the House. Now, going back to this, I think it's also important to mention that this is completely getting rid of the Constitution. And as Nancy Pelosi said how she wanted to uphold the Constitution, however, we have people on the same side saying that we will get we will get Trump twice if needed. That's double jeopardy. And I quote the Fifth Amendment, nor shall any person be subject for the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb. If you do this and you prove his innocence and he gets reelected, I mean, we obviously know it's going to pass the House because we have a lot of people who hate Trump and it's completely partisan right now. And we know that this isn't going to pass the Senate because obviously there's a Senate rule and you have to get two thirds of the Senate to impeach Trump. So that's obviously not happening. So it, so if you go back the next election and Trump is reelected and they have a Democratic Senate too, they could push this thing through again and because they have a Democratic Senate, they could actually impeach Trump. But this is also double jeopardy, which the Constitution directly says that you cannot do. Um, I mean, obviously, this would be different if they found out that Trump did something truly incredibly bad. Um, but they're talking about the same crime. They're saying if Trump did they will try to impeach Trump a second time for the same thing, and that's double jeopardy. I think that's absolutely crazy, and that just shows us how partisan the impeachment is today. Okay, and then the last thing I'd like to get to today is earlier this week, Trump posted a meme on Twitter. In my opinion, it's pretty funny. Um, where basically he is Thanos from um, one of the last scenes in Avengers Endgame, where he basically, um, Thanos has his hand up and he says, I am inevitable, and then, you know, he snaps. Um, I mean, I've, I assume most of us have seen um, this movie. And so he basically 
puts his face on top of Thanos and has him say the same thing. And then it shows Nancy Pelosi um, with people such as Maxine Waters and Adam Schiff behind her announcing impeachment, and they all kind of just <laughs> fade into the dust. Um, so I'll play that clip for you right now. So anyway, I think it's pretty funny. Um, but Don Lemon over at CNN freaks out over this meme, saying that he's baffled that he even has to report this from the president. However, this is a meme. This is a joke. This isn't serious. Trump doesn't actually think he is Thanos. One of the funniest things I think is actually the people's um, some of the people's responses to this. Um, lots of people have been commenting that he did not watch the full movie. Um, um, obviously, if you had seen the whole movie, um, it turns out he did not have the stones, but Iron Man did, and he says, I am Iron Man, snaps, and then Dana slowly disappears. That just gives us more proof that Trump wouldn't portray himself as Thanos, a bad guy, in the most popular movie of all time, if if it wasn't a joke, he he just wouldn't do that. Um, also, I thought it was funny. People would post pictures of Iron Man with Nancy Pelosi's face over him, and it said, I am Madam Speaker. This is all a joke, and no one needs to freak out over this. So anyway, that concludes this episode of Give Me Liberty. My name is James Wilson, and I hope you've enjoyed.